Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tested positive for coronavirus. No. His whole family. The Rock. The Rock. No way. It's an 11-minute video on Instagram, so really? I'm not going to watch it. How do you get it? I don't know. Wow. Um, he, says, he says, I can tell you this has been one of the most challenging and difficult things we've ever had to endure as a family. So the, the whole family's got doozies in the past. Wow. Oh, wow. How many in the family? Uh, he's two little baby girls. Oh, no. Um, they said they caught it from close family friends who they love and trust and that his fe- friends felt devastated they'd passed the virus on. Yeah, well. Um, Have you known anyone who's ever had it? No. No, I don't know any. The only person I know that I've spoken to, actually, who's had it was... Um, oh, Richard Wilkins, Nat, Nat, I mean. Nat Peters from 2GB. Oh, yeah. yeah. She had it pretty bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, uh, that's true. Yeah. She was it saying works. that she couldn't come on back on air because she reads the news in the mornings. Right. She said, because it's a respiratory thing, it affects... Yeah. She said she couldn't... She wasn't well enough. Even when she got over it, she wasn't... It took a while for her to get her... Uh, the ability to hold, to, to speak and to draw enough breath to, to read the news out again. Yeah, and like um, the, the the converse to that was Richard Wilkins, who had no symptoms yeah. through the whole time and took like 18 days to test negative so that it actually took a long time for him to get oh, out of right. his system. Really, wow. And I think, you got to remember back, it's a long time ago, you know, he, he that really... That was like back in March, April, that, when was that? That was yeah. early on, wasn't it? I feel like it Tom was. Hanks was the first one because didn't he interview Rita, Rita, yes. um, what's That's her name? That's right, Rita, Rita, I don't know. Wilson. Yeah, Rita Wilson, his wife. Because I found it interesting, his wife's yeah. name is Wilson. Yeah, I know. Wilson! Oh, that's a great movie, Castaway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, interesting. But, uh, oh, yeah, they're the only people I know that have tested. Uh, my Everyone in my family except me have been tested. I know really? Joe hasn't been tested. Oh, so I've All done my three kids now. have been tested. Done I've not done now. any. Yeah. Um, I, look, I'm not going to... Three you've done? Yeah. What, are you collecting them? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, mate, when you're sick, you're meant to get tested. Well, I'm not, I'm not sick. Well, I've been sick three times, so why do you want me so to So Richard Wilkins didn't feel sick, so no. why did he get tested? Because he was a really close contact. He was in the same... Oh, with Hanks, oh, right, after yeah. Hanks and... Rita Wilson, Wilson. yeah, yeah. Wilson! Wilson! Yeah, he said, Wilson! Um, what's interesting, though, that, I mean, the testing process differs everywhere. Is, is it up your nose all, again? Yeah, in your throat and then up your nose. Um, <laughs> the all three times... So first, two to- first time I went to a, the... Drive-through site near the DFO at Homebush. Yeah, it was so good. It was just in and out, done. Okay. Second time, I thought I'm just going back to the same place. That was so good, and I got the result like within five, six hours. So done. Wow. And yesterday, a man is like, "There's a place in Roseville you can make an appointment." Da da da. I, went, oh, I guess it's closer. So I made an appointment for eight twenty-five. Had a radio interview at eight twenty, and they didn't start till eight twenty-four. So I didn't actually get there till eight twenty-nine, but Uh-oh. I didn't care. Sat down, up the nose, did the thing, but then they just said thanks. Now, here's the interesting thing. They didn't give me any paraphernalia. They didn't give me a pamphlet. Didn't say anything to me. Luckily, I knew that you meant to self-isolate until you get the result. Okay. Like, it's a bit of a worry that the process is not the same at every single site. Yeah, like, the first site, it was issue, like, eh? right here, these are the rules. Yeah. Because, mate, like yesterday afternoon, I got a call from John O'Kersley, the Channel 9 guy in Canberra, and we were spitballing, you know, how to approach that Apple COVID story. Yeah. And, um, and... I thought he was just, he just wanted to chat about it, you know, help fill his head. A lot of the times, journos ring you and they're just, a bit, yeah, just picking your brain. Yeah, oh, happy to I'm do I'm like, that, I don't, yeah. I'm not putting my hand up to be on the news. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and, and then he goes, do you think we could talk this up? I said, oh. I said, mate, it'd have to be over Skype. He goes, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I said, because actually I'm kind of self-isolating at the office right now. I had a COVID test this morning. He was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, <laughs> um, like I couldn't have gone to Channel 9 because it's, it's actually, but it's a really hard discipline. Yeah. Because like I left Roseville, walked straight to the car and then, Drove home, and oh, I could have could have smashed a coke on the way home. But you know, 
It would have been completely wrong. And oh, so you, front page you, you of the Telleyworth, yeah, right. if I'd have gone into a 7-Eleven, and then after after getting tested. That's yeah, the rules. Right. The rules yeah, are, right. if you're sick, you get tested. Straight home. If, yeah. if you get tested, you go home and you self-isolate. So do you consider home your office home as well? Is yeah, it, I, is consider, isolating? I consider the, the office a, a home well, bubble. That's isolated, yeah. That's part of your bubble. I'm on my own. I'm the only one that goes there. I lock yep. the door. So okay. I locked the door so that no one would come in. Right. Um, and to get home, I simply got in my car and drove home. So, um, isn't it? You know what? Like I, I, I watch the news every day. I watch yeah. you know seven, nine. I mainly watch nine and a bit of ten and all that. And every day they're saying, "Oh, we have got seventeen new, ca- yeah, three, four new cases <laughs> in Queensland and three new cases in New South Wales, and Victoria's got another hundred and twenty-four cases." They're going to re- they're going to report. Every day, how many cases they're going to be reporting that for the next five years? It's they're, a problem. It's not going to stop. And 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 I think that's the problem is people are now we are now getting to a point where we're kind of tiring of the okay I get it it's here yeah. and we need to start dealing with the fact that do you know what if if we all just accepted that it's here and we're going to stay below fifty per state yeah um and we're gonna we're gonna pay attention to when they say. If you went to that pub, get tested. If you went to this place, yeah. and can we do this? If everyone did that, go it'd about be your fine. Life. Yeah, but you know, what? it's funny how the um, the differences in well, let, let's talk Anastasia Palaszczuk. Yeah, with her really strict border um, restrictions there, and the poor woman who lost one of her twin babies couldn't go to. She's from Tweed Heads. Couldn't go to the Queensland hospital, and then all the way down had to go to Sydney. But four hundred no, AFL executives no, can yeah, come exactly. to the there, fucking state. There's no saying that. There's no saying that if she had gone to Queensland, the baby wouldn't no, have died either. Not. But critical, like, yeah. come on, this is this is life and death we're talking about here. Poor woman who had a brain tumor operation, had to go to this tiny hotel room. Couldn't go to her own home to isolate. And you're right, 400 people from the AFL waltz in. They're in this luxury resort. They're not staying in a room. They're staying in a resort. Which the whole resort's a bubble. Congratulations on creating that. What the hell? Like, come on. This is becoming, for her, I don't know whether it's going to backfire on her. There's an election next month. She's just sort of milking this for, like, look at us with a stay safe I don't don't wish ill upon anyone or any person or any state, but, and I'm a Queenslander, but imagine they have a spike. And yeah. the grand final goes to Adelaide because that's the backup. <laughs> Her election is the week after. Golski, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But you know, it's funny how, like, a, I don't know if you follow Peter Adderton, the Boost Mobile. Yes, founder. I do. Yeah, Jesus Christ. He actually tagged me on Twitter, but he uh, he meant to tag me, but he tagged my brother Mario. He put as Mario Fennick wrote on Tech Guide. This is about 5G. <laughs> so I quite, uh, everyone's thinking, fuck that Mario Fennigan, right? He's a genius. <laughs> he, on Instagram, is very opinionated yeah. about everything. He, and Instagram so, or Twitter? Instagram. Insta. Instagram, wow. massive opinionated really? about COVID. Because he's in isolation at the moment in, yeah, the, in yeah. Sydney. Yeah. So he's just written um, an hour ago, released tomorrow after 14 days Three negative COVID tests onto the streets of Sydney with thousands of people who've never had a test. Oh, can we leave in the AM? No, you have to wait till later in the day because you came in later. My question to police, why do you think we will get it in the four hours we want to leave earlier? <laughs> like, mate, you chose to come back to the country. Yeah. Just run with the quarantine. Stop your frigging whinging. It's, it's like... That's what it is, eh? And you know what? I think I think it's, it's, it's hard for people uh, to understand how Australians are operating with this because, you know, when when I'm sick, I get tested. 
And there's lots of people at the test. They're getting tested because that's how we are here in Australia. Whereas in America, you don't get tested randomly. Mm-hmm. Like people get tested when they're like referred. It's not, we just, we have a much more rigid testing regime here. Yeah. And I think Australians are willing to do that. We've, you know, we've handled it pretty well. It's well, just, luckily we're an island, mate. We're we, an island nation. So, so our borders are easy to protect. That's the challenge, right? Is A, getting Morrison to really have the guts to push these states to open their borders and just let everyone deal with COVID. What do you now. think about that? I think it's shit. I think we should open all the open borders, Open it right? up, yeah. Because what we, what she said, Palaszczuk, the other day? Oh, Queensland hospitals for Queenslanders. New South Wales hospitals are for New South Wales. Such an asshole oh, thing to say. Come on, mate. It's Australia, mate. I think Hadley on was saying, he goes, among the stupidest things I've ever heard a Premier say, he played that yes. clip and it sounded appalling. It was awful. And, oh, and look, wow. the thing is, Melbourne's close to being under control. That's great. Yeah. But the most important thing now is, as compared to February, we now have understanding of where every ICU bed is. We have an understanding of the virus better. Yeah. We have an understanding of PPE allocations. So, and, and I think the public have an understanding of how quickly it can stuff up. Yeah. So if... We kind of got if, an idea of what we've got to do. red alerts go out saying, listen, yeah. guys, let's just chill for a week, I think we'd all do it. Yeah. And what, yeah. I think we are all... Like, I'm on edge. I'm about it. I'm not, you know, yeah. like I'm quite happy not having to hug a person when you meet them and that kind of stuff now. <laughs> Very good. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> All good. You, were not, you weren't a very touchy-feely nah, person anyway, were you? I think people... Whereas I am, I'm a very... If I someone I know, I'm a very touchy person. <laughs> and like, I'd give... If it's a woman, I'd give her a hug or a kiss or whatever. Ooh. You know, even even blokes that I say, give them a handshake or, you know, and, or One hand tap down. on the shoulder. <laughs> but that, that's me. But now... But, but I just, just think me, generally... I, I tell you what I refuse to do. I refuse to do the fucking chicken wing. That looks stupid. Yeah. No, I do I'm... the fist bump. I go, I fist bump. I don't do this. It looks like you're an idiot. Yeah. Right? I don't give him my elbow. I just fist bump. That's what I do. You don't want a hand. I shake your hand. If I shake my hand, I will shake your hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't. I'm not like that. If you're going to stick your hand out, I'm going to shake it. If people say to me, like, if when you went, like, I don't know, I just go, it's all good. G'day, mate. Yeah. But I've had like closer friends who I don't see a lot, and um, I don't want to name names, but someone came came to see me in the office like a month ago, like when it was. When it wasn't great, and yeah. I, and and he looked at me as just to say, "How are you doing this night, mate? Let's hug it out, like 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 you know, <laughs> let's hug it out, we're, bitch. We're, we're close enough. That's what we do, right? Yeah, yeah, we see each other so infrequently that that was worth a hug, yeah. man. We're for, into it. For the record, but, the blokes have never hugged. No, we don't hug. We're not huggers, the two blokes. There's a buffer. We've got a buffer zone still. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. very true. Um, yeah, but um, I just think that generally Australia is now in a place where we understand it and we understand the. I think we can open up. I think when Mel- in a couple of weeks when Melbourne's better, yeah. we can literally just open up again. Oh, let's God. start flying you know interstate. Let's coming- start, let's start yeah. holidaying. Let's start spending money here. And you know what? The international border is a bigger issue because... Yeah, we in- need to work on bubbles you know, between countries. Other places are flippant about it for their own reasons because they yeah. think they've controlled it or whatever. That's but the big issue. Man. I don't want people from Brazil, uh, India, uh, America coming here because oh, I don't trust that you're not just going to yeah. introduce it and because you're coming from overseas, you're not, and it's the wrong term because people will pick up on it, but indoctrinated to it the way we are, we've become COVID safe. Yeah. If, you, if you're not operating in a COVID safe way, you're going to spread it. And I don't want those people here. Yeah, I agree, mate. It's going to be a while before we have any any foreign visitors. But I, I uh, on the week, it was beautiful weather on the weekend and Joe and I, we went in down into down on the harbour. Yeah. It was a beautiful Sunday. We said, oh, let's go somewhere for lunch. Yeah. And uh, and. uh she said, uh, what are we doing? I said, let's just go in town. Let's go on the harbour. Fuck, imagine that. Just being able to go, you know, we don't have any kids to worry about. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so we thought, yeah, let's. we drove to Green Square, caught the train in. I was the first train I've caught in six months. 
And there weren't, you know, they encourage you to wear a mask on a train. I never had a mask. And ha- like more than half the people on the train never had a mask. We were spaced out. It was a Sunday. Spaced out. There was a few people on the train, but not like like peak hour. And um, got down to the to Circular Quay, and there was, I was surprised how many people were there. Right. But then we got to the Opera House, and it was a, it was dead. There was no one on the steps. They've blocked it off anyway. There's like a barrier. But it just goes to show how many bloody tourists, tourists there are. there. Yeah. The, those tourists, those foreign tourists, not there. It was just like the opera bar was shut. You know, the big opera bar yeah. there. Yeah. Just, oh, it was just really weird. It was like, surreal thinking, wow. And, and no one got in our photo. There was no one in our behind us in our photos. It was great. <laughs> but uh, we took a couple of selfies on the harbour there and I shared them on Twitter and on, on uh, Facebook and Instagram and everything. But that was a real, that was really weird being out. Again. After our, that was my first time in the city since March when we did the Sennheiser. The Sennheiser. That's the last time I was in the oh, city. Oh, really? Before COVID, yeah, it was the in city, March. The city itself was that six was, months ago. I think I said to you last week for the Hisense thing. It was it was surreal that there was just you know a few people walking around. It was yeah, very weird, so quiet. But you know, um, we had a briefing with Sam Swantos about the TCL announcements, which you can read tomorrow at uh, EFTM and Tech Guide. Um, the um, uh, you know he and he said to us on the on the call. He said, "Do you want to come to the footy?" Um, and he texted me. And I said yes straight away. I didn't. I did a hammy. I did answer so quickly. Because it's house playing. He texted me and That's said, right. are you coming to the footy on Friday? And I thought, oh, I kind of brushed that off and went, oh. you know, no. But I thought, and I said, Amanda, we're not doing anything. Can I go? She said, yep. Can I, I go? Yeah. Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> no, you play, mate. I love yeah, that. No, no absolutely. Place. And um, she said, yes, it's fine. And yes, I texted yes, him back. May. And yeah. I said, mate, to be honest, I don't, with respect, I don't care about the game. I'm just looking forward to getting out. I'm really looking forward to just getting out and going, you know, here's, yeah. there's people and, you know, it's kind of a I've social to, thing. I've been to every South game this year. Every South home game I've been to this year. Yep. And a lot of away games too. Yeah. It's been good. It's great. Yeah, I, I'm looking yeah. I'm looking forward to just getting yeah, out. Yeah, pe- people just, I think at the we're going to be in a function. Yeah. So traditionally functions, you know, it's a sit down thing. And because of COVID, you've got to be stay seated. You can't be standing up in groups talking to each other. You've got to be seated at your table. Oh, really? Can't be standing up in groups. Okay. I was at the footy last a couple of weeks ago when that when South beat Manly, and I've, I saw some mates there, some blokes I used to play with, and one of my good mates, and we all got together to take a selfie. And the woman goes, "Hey, hey, what are you doing?" She ran over us like I pulled a gun on someone. She goes, "No, no, you can't do that." I went, "We all know each other." She goes, "No, you're not allowed. You got to sit in your own row. You can't, you can't mix." So my ticket, your ticket, you'll find out, it doesn't have a number on it. It's just got a row on it. So there's no, where I sit in the center line seats there in front of the press box, you just get a row. And so no one can sit. If you're in that little section, no one else can sit in there. So someone else has got to sit a couple of rows around you, behind you. So it's really weird that they are policing it. They've all got masks on. So you, But in the function, it's a different story because it's the South's function. But I think the, the, the rules to every outdoor, like pubs, restaurants, that you'll see pubs. There's no one standing at the bar. There's everyone seated. You got to be seated yeah. with food or you drink at a table. You can't be wandering around. Yeah, and even at the footy, they say to you, "Don't be wandering around. Stay in your seat unless you have to go to the bathroom or buy food." Yeah. What's your view right now on travel? When will it happen again? Uh mate, I reckon probably March, April next year. I reckon. Okay, so you still, still. Yeah, well, mate, I think it, a few things need to happen. I think Christmas, forget going international Christmas time. Now it's coming into our summer. I think we need, we've got our own worries. Like we, with, like the Bond, Bondi Beach the other day was crowded. You know, the people were spaced out, but that's what we're facing now. We're, we're a society, Australians are used to going out. 
when good weather, like I did it, let's go out, let's go out and enjoy the weather. That's what's going to happen in these coming, we're now springtime, October, November, December, the lead up to Christmas, people are going to be outdoors a lot and with social distancing, whatever you got to do, but you can't, you can't say to people, stay inside, the weather's too good. We've had it. We've done doing this for seven months now. Yeah. You got to get out. Got to get out again. Oh, so but but you know what? You go to you go to like shopping centres, like you know Westfield East Gardens up here, and mate, it's business as usual. A lot of shops are shut. A lot of shops have decided now. Nah, stuff this we're closing up. Yeah. A lot of like chain stores are like Noni B and Katie's and like my yeah. wife's, my wife's devastated. All these shops are shut, and. Um, <laughs> But but you see people in the supermarket and it's just like still crowds of people. I wonder how it's going to go for Christmas shopping in all those really busy periods. You know, when online is going it's to be going to be oh they're going to smash it. But it, it it's been inside the the centres is busy. Yet the car parks are, are get a parking really easy. It's it's half empty. So I don't know. Strange old time. But I think we've just got to get on with it. We've got to get on with our lives. Like we, they've just said now that we, we've entered a recession. Two consecutive quarters of of of, of yep. re- reduced negative growth, growth negative yeah. growth and we, we are, there's a lot of people still doing a tough like mate my brother-in-law is a great example he's a pilot he can fly planes and he's he's yeah he's got to find other work although he has i understand he's got some work coming up with Qantas in october they said look we've got a month worth of work for you but you know like we just got to get on with this thing like you can't be counting it i think if you're in single digits in a state of cases you know, how, how can you get down? How can you be better than that? It's going to happen forever. Mm. You know what they should do? This is what they should do, right? They should put up, okay, today we had three cases of COVID. There were 17 cases of the flu. There were 58 cases of measles. Mm. There were. That's what they should do across the board, just to put into context. But the now. interesting thing is there, there are no cases of the flu. Because we've been so careful. Yes. Yeah. We've actually learned how to not spread the flu. Yeah, there you go. And here's the best, the best thing that's happened out of this that hopefully lasts forever. So Amanda's back at the office, working at the office, and yep. and she's That's a doing, whole other thing too, office. What are office buildings going to be yeah. doing? Yeah, oh, mate, that's a whole whole new world. <laughs> um, uh, so last week, I think it was the – no, it was last week, the first week she was going to be back in the office. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, she's crooked. She stayed at home. Oh. Did a work at home. Got a test. Got a test. Yeah. Negative. Um, but so is that right? If you crook, everyone gets tested, or if you got symptoms, if you got like a sore throat, if you if you got a fever. sore throat, fever, yeah, cough, there's a list of symptoms. If you got them, running nose, you get tested. Right. That's what you do. Okay. And and the great thing is that. But not everything's COVID, though, is it? No. Not everything's COVID. But you have got to assume it is COVID. That's right. That's that's the thing. Assume right it's now. COVID. Yeah. And the test, mate. They used to say it could take 72 hours. It takes 24 max. Like, I literally, so I got tested at 8.30 yesterday morning, and I didn't even give it a second thought. At 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm doing the dishes thinking, I've got the Today Show in the morning, I've got a, you know, I'm going, to, I'm, this is a thing. I'm going to see people and stuff, right? I didn't even think to ring anyone and say, we might want to put it on hold or have a backup plan. Because yeah. I knew the result would come through that night. Yep. I knew I wouldn't have to wait till the morning. Yep. And it came through at like 6 o'clock or something, 5.30. No, 5, 5.15, something like that. Yeah, I knew it would come through quick enough for me to have a result. And if I was positive, I knew that they would be like, oh, you know, forget okay. the segment, are you okay kind of thing. Yeah. But the great thing is that when you have one day at home because you're sick, you prevent four other people from getting the cold, course, the flu, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, yeah. So bring it but on. Here's my question. 
you got tested, negative. So until you got your test result, they said isolate. Correct. So you're negative, and they said, right, go about your daily life. What what happens then? What how how then uh, they don't they assume that you could be asymptomatic? No, because I've had the test. Okay, but when people come in from overseas, right? First thing they do is test them. Negative. Still got to be in a hotel room for two weeks because they could be asymptomatic. Because it's assumed. So the difference is, if I tested positive last night, you would have been instructed to self-isolate for fourteen days. Me. Because you have been a close contact Exposed. of mine, right? You've been a close contact. All right, so because because I was in contact with you, you've got it. I might have it. Even if and you I get a negative test, even if you get a negative test, you right. have to self isolate because you've been deemed a close contact. You must self isolate. So I could develop it in two weeks. So it's assumed that everyone coming in is a close contact of someone who's got it. That's okay because that's, that, the, way that's they operate. the sort of the blur, the the grey area for me is that. You test negative yesterday, and you go, okay, you go go about your business. You fly back into Australia, and you test negative, still got to sit in a hotel for two weeks. Because it's assumed that at some point you were in close... They just assume that you've, yeah. you're have you a close contact. Right. You're treated as a close contact until so you you're, until you're you clear of that quarantine window. You can't get tested every day instead of that? Cause that that's well, the no, big- because then you're spreading. Yeah, right. You're out there spreading. Because that that's the issue, mate. I think that people, if they're thinking, oh, I'm going to come back to Australia. If I, I want to take a trip to Australia but I've got to sit in a hotel room for 14 days before I can go to the Great Barrier Reef. They're not going to come. No, well, I know So that's... the bubble, the, when, when, when they go, right, okay, free-for-all, back to normal, that's not... I don't think we're going to get to that stage for six months or to a year now. No, it's it's to... getting worse. It's, yeah. we're, we're sort of... We're going sideways with this thing. We're not really sort of thinking that we're going to... We're, we're making progress. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to happen. So, all the if you think about the the nightly news, the the attention is on Melbourne. You know, how's it going? Where's it yeah. at? And when are they, how are they coming out of lockdown? All those things. So, fast forward eight weeks, they're through lockdown. They're out. The attention is then going to go back to, well, what the fuck are we doing? How are we getting out of this thing? Yeah, yeah. Starting already, I think was the media starting to turn around. Before this was the biggest thing to ever happen for the media. It was the easiest story for them every day, and it was yep. it was great for ratings, great for everything. I think the media start to turn around a little bit and sort of go on the side of okay now like a great example is um, Chris O'Keefe on Channel Nine. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he's on Two GB just before me on Sundays, mm. and I he he always t- he always speaks sense. He's he, and he was really blown up about the woman who couldn't take the the, yeah. the pregnant woman to the hospital and the, and great what he was saying and really hammering Palaszczuk. But he's said, I think he's an example of one of the of the journalists how we're over it. We're just sick of this. We just got to get through it, and start getting back to normal again. Yep. Uh, I think he's a real advocate for that, and I'm all for that too. I said, mate, if we're going to continue to report on the fact that there are single digit cases in each state, then in 2025 we'll still be talking about it because it's always going to be here. Yeah, and we've got to learn to live with it. So you know, my, both my parents are in their 80s. Yeah, my dad's eighty-one, about to turn eighty-two. My mum is 80, 80, just turned eighty. Yep, and like they're out every day, and and I'm with them. I see them a lot. You know, they do their shopping, they do everything. They went in the city last week, and they they're keeping healthy. They they're not sort of going and with, they're only st- sticking with people they know. They're not going to in, anywhere they don't normally go, and they're 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 through it. They're they're getting through it, getting by, and. Mm. 
Yeah, I know. I know the the deaths are the the worst stat to hear every day. Like I think Victoria had fifteen another fifteen deaths today, um, and it's just that that that's the sad part. That if if someone in their eighties and nineties that they may have had a a a little bit of a longer stay with us, but they, because of COVID, they, it wasn't. But on that, I was hearing some disturbing reports that there were people who uh, were saying that if you t- say that your elderly relative died of COVID, mm. that they, the government covers the funeral. Did you hear that? No. That's what someone that, where someone whispered to me, that that's why there are a lot of cases every day because they get, oh, was it COVID? Oh, if it is, it's covered by some sort of federal thing that they can look after the funeral. I don't know whether that's bullshit or not. It feels like shit you're reading on Facebook. No, 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 it's not. Someone told me. I didn't read it. Someone told it to me. Anyway, I could be wrong. Could be. It was suggested in the media, though. Someone wrote something about that. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things Adelan's gone on about as well. But it's it's the the, the definition of died of or died with. Yes, died with. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Yeah, cool, correct. So you've got a respiratory problem of your own and you died. Yes. And you also had COVID. You know, uh, they died. They died of COVID, right? Because whether or not it look, it it brought forward by day, yeah. a month, or a year. But we're talking about we're talking about these particularly fragile people in their yeah pre existing conditions. Who no, not just that, just their age. Like the flu would kill them. Yeah, the normal flu would like them getting a cold might might tip them over the edge. Unfortunately, they're at a, they're very frail. They're at an age. And but you're right though. That's a good call. The died with or died of. That's two separate things, isn't it? It is, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, as as an individual whose loved one potentially passed with COVID, yeah. it you still got to ask yourself: Would it have been two weeks later or two years later if yeah. that hadn't they have didn't got have in? COVID, yeah, and that's right. what matters, right? right? What matters is could what could we have done to stop the spread yep. into that facility or that person or whatever? So, yep. fucking hard, and it's weird. That I think sometimes I'm, I've just blinked away from it. Like Amanda said something yesterday. Did you see something on the news? I went, oh fuck, I just don't. Yeah, we sort of like become I, immune, numb to it, aren't we? My personalised news site would be boring. Like I don't, I'm not interested in the <laughs> Formula One. Yeah, and then yeah. What about Amanda last night? Discovered, just I don't discovered think, what? I don't know if she realised collection or I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't know if she realised, but she discovered that I um, have spent some money on merchandise. Excuse um, me. So we're we were. God help me, mate. If uh, we were shopping, for, if anyone sees the bills, she can't, in here. she's sending me. I'm trying to watch this bloody JBL press conference. She keeps sending me links to things to buy the boys for their birthdays because they're coming up. Uh-huh. You know, Formula One bed sheet, Formula One shirt, hat, whatever. And you know, she's trying to work out which teams they support or whatever. And it's complicated because Harry's a Ferrari fan, but I told him they're cheats, so he's now a <laughs> Renault fan. <laughs> They cheated with her engine last year. Okay. So he's now he's now a Renault, Renault fan, but for, uh, Daniel's, Daniel's going to McLaren next year, so Oy. you don't want to buy a Renault because next year you'll be McLaren. Like oh it's a hard God. thing. What, what do you buy? Mate. Anyway, so we're on, we're on the McLaren website, and I said, listen, Jack, I fucking would love this Lando Norris thing. He's a cool driver, so let's get him that. Da, da, da. And then I went, oh, fuck, a little mini helmet from Lando. Look at that. That's cool. His name's Lando. Lando Norris. How good yeah. is that? Yeah. Lando. And, and so they saw these little mini helmets. They're one to two scale, and they're like, you know, 300. 200 euro, 260 euros or something. Wow. And I went, I went, what's oh, that in Aussie? Oh, three, four hundred. Whoa. Um, so I went, and I went to the Daniel Ricciardo website to see if we get shirts and stuff from him. And I went, oh, I wonder if he's got his 2020 helmet so I can put it with the 2019 one. Uh oh. And I looked up and went, you know, uh, oh no, what happened was I, I bought something. We bought some stickers yeah. and it, and it, it said, uh, welcome back, Trevor. And I went, 
Oh well, obviously it's a you know payment <laughs> yeah. mechanism through Visa or something. <laughs> Rot roll. Shit. She doesn't come to the office, so she, she hasn't seen the Man, helmets. Yeah, please, please, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, if you, mate, you got a better eye than my wife, and she doesn't notice a lot of the stuff that you notice here. <laughs> yeah, got that for review. Yeah, oh, that's him for review. Yeah. yeah, sure it is. Yeah. All right, Stephen, let's go and have some lunch and plan um, sure. our next big adventure. Yes, let's do that. All right, see you, everyone. See you, buddy.